everyone. It's Carrie and I'm here with Megan. Hi. Megan. So this Thank is obviously, this is something different for us to have our faces out there to you. And I'm coming from my bathroom floor and it looks like Megan's in her um, bedroom. So anyway, <laughs> there's you, nowhere else to hide. Right. <laughs> so as most of you know, our church is currently closed due to the COVID-19 situation. So we are trying our best to use any platform possible to get out there and stay connected with you. So today we decided that we're just going to kind of chat and kind of come back together since it's been a couple weeks and just see where everyone is, see how everyone's doing and to touch base. And then hopefully moving forward, we'll just kind of have some open conversations moving forward until we get back in the church and get back rolling. So yeah. Megan, how are you doing over there? I'm doing all right, Carrie. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're doing like we like Carrie said. I mean, I don't we don't really have anything formal planned. We just thought it might be nice to just chat with all of you, and we'd love to hear from you. We're probably only going to post this on our Facebook page, so um, that's where you'll see it. And um, I don't like we don't even really know what we're doing with recording, do we, Carrie? <laughs> no, I mean we're trying. We're using Zoom. That's what I was just saying to Megan. Our um, yeah, our calendar downstairs in our kitchen that is usually full of activities and things going on is now just our Zoom schedule for the next couple of weeks. We have Zoom birthday parties and, you know, work staff meetings and all kinds of things on there. So it's definitely been interesting. I'm sure most of you are kind of faced with um, some of the same challenges, but we just kind of wanted to just regroup and see how everyone's doing. So I know for me, um, I'm not really, I don't mean to make light of it. I'm not... Um, I don't know, so caught up in just the overall state of the world. I think I can get easily overwhelmed if I read too many news articles or see everyone's opinion on things. Um, for me, I'm kind of just day by day trying to take care of my household and do the best that I can do there. But um, yeah, I don't think I even share this with Megan, but it, for me as a mom, honestly trying to figure out, um, trying to get some work done in my normal kind of routine and also now educating my children has been interesting, but I am just trying to find joy in the midst of all that. Um, but I wanted to read something. I printed off an email that our principal um, at the elementary school where we are um, in the Octorera community. Um, and I kind of had to chuckle to myself because when we found out schools were closing, the planner and kind of control freak in myself immediately went to like, Pinterest and lesson planning and how I need to like, you know, educate my children because you know, at that, at that point it was only two weeks, but I was so fearful of like, how, you know, how am I going to keep them to like where they need to be? And, but anyway, she ended an email and the email basically was just, we don't know what we're doing. Like we're just taking the advice of, you know, the governor at this time. And like, they don't really necessarily have a formal online education plan or anything mapped out yet. But in her closing email, she just said, while this is a scary time for families and communities, we have been given the gift of time to be together. The time for kindness and empathy has arrived. Oh, sorry. Jeez. No life. <laughs> I'm going to start over. While this is a scary time for families and communities, we have been given the gift of time to be together. The time for kindness and empathy has arrived. The time for forgiving our shortcomings and appreciating our best efforts is here. The time for picking our battles, recognizing small victories is now. We are all doing our best and that simply needs to be enough. And I just, I thought that was, first of all, it just gave me the reassurance that, 
I don't have to do anything right now. You know, like my, my, um, kind of goal, at least within our family is just to take care of our immediate needs. And I think so often we're, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but anyway, we're just so caught up in just the distractions of everyday living. And, and, you know, that was just a good reminder that all we can do is our best right now. Like we've never been in this situation. Um, I think what's, what's a little bit scary to me is that there's, this is like a global problem, you know, and it can feel so overwhelming if you look at it like that. But if we can kind of pare back and just focus on what we are solely responsible for, which basically is ourselves and our family, just in that immediate need. And I think now more than ever, we can pray and we can love people the best that we can do without that physical, like day-to-day -day contact with people. That's been definitely a challenge. But I know for our family, um, even finding little ways for the kids to communicate with their friends now, you know, taking walks yeah. and just saying hi and, and loving people from afar. I think it, it just uh, brings kind of like that old school way of living back. Do you know what our neighborhood did, which I thought was really cute. So we have like a neighborhood Facebook page and, um, currently this weekend that we're doing a bear hunt. So everyone oh, I saw that was to put a bear like in their window or they can hide it anywhere in their house. And, and then when people are taking walks or driving through, the kids can be on like a bear hunt. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so we have a big white bear in our front, front window, but honestly, even just walking the dog, cause we, um, we got a puppy, um, which again, you know, God is so funny and the timing of all these things. Like Mike and I were just getting stressed out about, you know, trying to take care of the puppy during the day. And now we're all home with the puppy all the time, but, um, she, we, we walk her a lot and thankfully it's been pretty nice out. Um, and even when I was with my son who, I mean, he's not into bears. I don't want to like embarrass him, but <laughs> he's, he's not, but I mean, we're taking the same loop. There's really not much changing. Like, I'm like right. wow, they're, I really like the color of their roof. Like that's, that's really nice. Like, look, look at their shutters. That's a really nice color. So now it just was, gave us something else to look at yeah. to see if we could find a bear somewhere. Um, even I was excited when I found a bear. So I've got to say that it was, you know, I thought it was just such a cute idea. It is. And I think it's so neat to see how different, whether it's businesses or communities are coming together yeah. in that way. I know our, um, we kind of live in a smaller like loop of houses, maybe like 12 houses or so, but we have walking trails to a larger neighborhood and they did something similar where they all decorated um, like the blocks of sidewalk um, with sidewalk yeah. chalk. And, and I mean, even yesterday, this, I think they did it last week, but there was still remnants of it yesterday when we took a walk and just like encouraging some of it honestly was like just very simple pictures. Some of it had like a nice inspirational quote or even scripture I saw. And it was just really cool that just to see any groups of people coming together. Um, and we have the added dynamic of we're not actually physically together. So, and talking to some local business owners and restaurants of what they're doing for the community and um, just the acts of kindness all around that I think um, obviously people have stepped up during this time, but I think there's so much of that goodness around that we just are too busy to see normally. Um, so I think you're right with that. Like I was even thinking when we were going to record today, like just how many people it would be great to like, thank, like, I know there's teachers that listen to us. And mm -hmm. I, I know personally for my kids, like their teachers have been awesome. Like yeah. my son's teacher has always done a joke of the day. Well, she's now like vid videos um, herself on like helium balloon or something. So they're always like, they sound funny. <laughs> 
but she sends those out every day. So they still have that normalcy and touches base with them. And, um, you know, my daughter's in high school and they've, they've been great, um, getting stuff out and just touching base with them. And, um, and I know those poor teachers, like they're at home with their families, like, so they're trying to figure out how to help our kids. And then they also have probably some of them that have their kids at home. Um, so just really thankful for them. Like the people who work at the grocery stores. Um, and yeah, like you said, the local restaurants, um, yesterday was Mike and I's anniversary. So we ordered from 12s, which is one of our favorites. It worked out. Yay. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and just them, like, you know, they're trying to take care of their employees and keep their business afloat. And, um, but I think one thing it has done, done for our community is just make us really thankful for all those people that we wouldn't have thought about before. Yeah, I agree. I know. I think one thing that kind of has struck me too is like you said, just the simple things that I take advantage every day of, you know, going through and getting my coffee and drive through. And like this time, this week, I think I left the house twice, like in my car. The one time was to go to church to pick up some work that I needed. Um, and that was interesting in itself because I left at the time that I normally leave to take my youngest to preschool. Um, so it was like eight o'clock in the morning. Normally we pass buses. In fact, I usually get my older two on the bus. And by the time Emmy and I get out the door, we're then passing their bus like on a different, on a different way. And I mean, there was no buses. There were hardly any cars out. Um, and my husband's been working from home. So he was with the kids. So I was by myself in the car and maybe a 10 minute drive, but just driving by all of the things that I normally drive by. And yet it was just such like a sense of quiet um, and pulling up to the church. That's normally bustling in the morning. I know. The preschooler is getting out. And I literally pulled up to the church parking lot and it was completely empty. And I sat there in my car, just like looking at the church. Um, and honestly, like I didn't cry, but it was like, I was like filled with emotion of just, just that weird feeling of sitting at a place that is usually so alive and sitting there looking at not a single car in the parking lot. You know, I walked through the building was cold because you know, the heat shut off walking through like the coffee shop and it's just completely empty. And, um, that was definitely a weird feeling. And then the second time, um, I took the kids for a hike. So we just drove, you know, but just to see those little things that I take for granted every day of being able to just pick up and get whatever I need. And this morning, actually, I had to get a prescription at CVS um, that my husband picked up for me this morning. And even that, like, he said, I'll get it for you. And he brought me back this. And it was just like, wow, <laughs> something that'd be like one more day, one more coffee. But I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, and I don't know. But like you said, too, I, I think we live, you know, we live in this culture where it's easy to find division, like in groups of people or differences and it's really cool to see, you know, so many people coming together and, you know, the teachers, like you said, are working so hard. And I think it would be so easy for us in our normal lives to be critical of how a school is deciding they're going to move forward. But I mean, there's just this bond of like, we're all trying our best. Like that email said, we're all trying our best to move forward and, and do what's right. And honestly, just that's enough right now because we don't know and we're just navigating day to day. So yeah. And our healthcare workers, like mm-hmm. I tried to reach out to, um, I have about like 30 people on the worship team and just touching base with some of them that I haven't seen in so long. And I have a, um, a nurse on there and her husband's in the healthcare too. And 
even been on staff. His wife is a nurse and Mm -hmm. it is scary. Um, You know, I just find myself even being awakened in the night more, just like feeling the need to just pray for different things. Last night was 316. That was a bit 316. Um, I can't remember someone telling me about the number three meant something. Hmm. That's probably Kate Strauss. Um, probably. I can't do something with prayer. Um, but yeah, I was struck this week um, just with how God was meeting me and everything I would sit down to read. The first was that I try to start doing a devotion. First, first of all, so I'm going to say this, and I don't want anyone to feel bad, one, if they're not doing this, or two, thinking that we're like this perfect little family because that is really far from the truth. But I do that app that I think I've mentioned on here before called First Five. And so their next study was on is on um, Chronicles. So I made the kids, like they're trying to get up, not like the, at the time they would for school, but close to that. Like, so by eight o'clock, we're all downstairs and um, we've been going through Chronicles. And the interesting thing about that is we're in chapter nine and we're still in the genealogy, right? So I don't read it word for word because I'm just like, okay, this is like the half tribe of Manasseh, blah, 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 blah. But then we read the devotion and they keep bringing it back to how every person in that story matters. Like there's a reason why God named all the people in that line. And to be honest, I never would have been um, like interested in Chronicles or like wanting to even continue that. But it has been neat for us as a family to, um, like I've said to the kids, like we're a family because God put us all together. He decided that he wanted me to marry your dad. And then he gave us you, you two as our family. And there's a reason why he did it. And some days I'm like, why did you do it, God? (laughs) Now, an hour later, we're all screaming at each other for something or other and other. But, um, and then I happened to sit down and do my, However, Frank, see, we can show you all our stuff now. Power of woman, um, which is a PS, a lot of homework, but, um, so I think I made it through two chapters. Is there you have time to do the homework? Well, I don't really because I end up getting like a thousand random texts from different people. And then I do get a little bit distracted with that. But of course I landed on, you know, ending the first week of my kids being home from school. I ended up being, um, chapter 12, Lord plant me. So I will bear the fruit of your spirit. And she's like, how are you doing with gentleness and kindness? And I'm like, well, I not right now because these kids are driving me crazy and I've not been gentle or kind. Um, but she says she has in her prayer, like I invite you Holy spirit to to fill me afresh with your love today so that it will flow out of me and into the lives of others. And I thought, you know, I'm so guilty of in the moment, like God be with me, like God fall afresh on me right now. But I can't, I was kind of convicted that I'm not sure I start my day off like Lord fall fresh on me today. Just allow me to bear your fruit. I think I end up. You wait for the craziness. I wait for the craziness. Yeah. Yeah, I think too that that's a good point for me because I, I definitely recognize in myself that a lot of my stress and overwhelming thoughts come from being rushed and busy. And it is amazing in the situation is to see how our family is kind of navigating. And again, not that it's perfect. There's definitely crazy moments, but 
I know for me, like my son every morning struggles to get out of bed. It's a fight. He doesn't want to go to school. He doesn't want to get dressed. You know, the breakfast isn't right, whatever. And we kind of have some kind of loose structure right now. So we at least have some sort of routine that they can follow um, and not completely have a free for all. Yeah. But just to see, they have a little bit of extra time in the morning before we get started. And we have started every morning with a prayer and a devotion. And I mean, his attitude is completely changed. And I'm telling you like 180. He, mm. He's my, he's my one that is not always compliant. And I mean, like his behavior, he's just been kind. He's been like, he's my one that is up and dressed without being told. I mean, it, that's just not like him normally. I mean, I love him, but he fights me on everything. And just, just like the slower pace and kind of taking away all of those challenges and struggles for him. And, you know, we have the flexibility to say, okay, if, if you get a little bit of work done, you can have a little bit of a break and just kind of navigating through and not waiting for the craziness to completely overwhelm you before you're asking for God to come in. And I realized for us in the busyness of most of our mornings, we are hurried and we're not praying. We're, we, like never have a chance to do those things. Right. And it doesn't always yeah, happen well, in the morning, but I'm recognizing, yes, that that really does make a difference. If we start on that and ask God to be, because I, in front of my children every morning, ask for the patience to get through the day or God, please give me the kind words that even when I'm struggling with, you know, not being patient is that the words that come out of my mouth are of you. Um, and it, it does like it, like, right. We know this, if we take away the distraction and all of the chaos that hopefully this God will lead us to the quiet place where we find him. But it's been interesting that, um, he's kind of forced us to do that. And I think we have to, we have to see that as a blessing. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't want to make light of all that is going on because there's definitely a lot of people that are, um, struggling and, you know, we continue to pray for them, but I think it's, it's a good reminder, even for our kids to meet God right where we are and to do the little things that we can do to make a difference. And for us, that's been, you know, writing letters, even, you know, to a friend or someone that we don't know, but I don't know. There's just so many ways that we can slow down and act upon those things right now too. Well, and I think it's, if we, if we can teach our kids how to be praying for others too, mm -hmm. then it shows that we're not, you know, taking light of it. Like, um, and I don't know that that's something I always, I think you assume the older they get that maybe they're just kind of doing it, but um, I still think it's probably really important to just try to model it. And again, I mean, <laughs> then acknowledging that like, Hey, you're not going to get it right. I'm not going to get it right. Um, this doesn't make me holier than thou. It doesn't make me perfect. Uh, it just makes me human. And you know, it shows, I think all of us, uh, just why we need a savior because of, um, realizing that we are not perfect and, um, that we need help. Yeah. It's, it's very true. And I, I think having those moments throughout the day for us, like with having our children around right now and being forced to navigate things for me, it's, it's being honest with them. Like I need some time or I need to get this done. And just even the whole time management, them being able to navigate what is important and, and what's not too. Yeah. And for us, like my husband is working from home now, which has been interesting because while he's physically here, I mean, he's not really here because he's 
had been working from sun up till sometimes 11, 12 o'clock at night mm-hmm. in our room. So he does come down for dinner and things, but even like I've been making him lunch and taking it up to our bedroom where, where he's working right now. And the kids like one day wrote him a letter, like, thank you so much for working so hard for us. And, took this up. and just those little moments where I'm like, wow, I think they are seeing the bigger picture because they are aware of some of their, um, nice period. I, I haven't taken my husband any lunch any day. And normally I walk down and I'm like, why is there crap all over the counter? I think I, in fact, I'm pretty sure the words that came out of my mouth today were, I have cleaned this kitchen 175 times. But my thing is too, like I just right now, I'm not saying that I haven't gotten upset, but I'm like, who am I cleaning the house for? Like we can't have guests right now. So at the end of each day, I'm scary for my peace of mind. Trust me. I'm like trying to see the good in this. Cause normally that is me. Like I get stressed about that stuff. And now like we had, we had someone, um, the other day, I think it was on, on Facebook, just make a comment about just being overwhelmed with something in our community. I was just like, I just can't let it bother me right now because there's nothing that I can do about it. And can I just say though, my, I found my teenager cleaning her room today and she, cause she, that's where she does her work. Like she has a desk in her room. And I said, um, like, are you cleaning? Because now you're finding that since you have to be in this place all the time, she's like, I really am. Like, I can't, I don't, I don't want to sit in the mess. I'm like, and right. Those are life skills that they would be a miracle right there. Yes. No, I, I totally get it. I think it's been interesting for us too, as a family, just navigating through even the people in our lives too right now is there's so many people that we love and we can't see, which is difficult. And, um, you know, people that maybe we don't get to see often, but they're checking in regularly, virtually, or however it is, um, that I know, like, I feel very loved and I hope that I can do that for others too. Um, but me, it's been, like I said, kind of, scaling back, being forced to scale back and focus on my relationship with God. Um, there's been so many times where I just find myself even playing a game with my kids. I kind of rewind like a month ago and I know that I was not playing the game the same way that I am now. Like there's just all these things that needed done or we needed to get ready to go to the next place. And honestly, now we have nothing else to do. I'm like fully engaged here and it's such a good feeling. And I just, I do pray that when all of this kind of dies down and we're back to normal, that I remember that feeling. Um, I was, yeah, I was sharing with you earlier, just sitting on my deck and watching the sunset, which we have a beautiful view in our backyard. And, you know, when it's nice out, we, we try to sit outside and things, but there's always a million other things going on or distractions that I don't really sit there and fully embrace what's right there every day for me. Yeah. And I, I just, I think we have to do, if we're the ones that are stuck at home, I think, um, I, I just think it's really important for us to be able to do that because there's so many people that don't have this luxury yeah. to use this time like this. Um, yeah. And they're stuck with even more um, work to do and mm-hmm. having to go out um, and, and be in the middle of, of it all. Um, and I think that's really scary. And so I, I guess, it makes, it makes me have to pause and say, like, how can I not take the time to try to see the good in this? Because I have it so much better than so many other people. I mean, you just have to take that time to be grateful for the little things. I agree. I think, and like I said, I don't mean to make light of the situation because while I'm here trying to make the best of it, I realize there's so many people in yeah. really dire situations and it does 
make me realize now more than ever how powerful prayer is because yeah, it feels like that's the only thing I can offer a lot of people. Um, people that I care about, people that I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting too, kind of in the role of outreach at our church is it's been an interesting obstacle trying to serve and, and have that community without actually going into places or or physically having that contact with people. Um, but again, I think, I think for people just to know they have some sort of community, I think people that live alone, too right now how you know it's easy to say we're sitting here and trying to make the best with our family but I think about all the people that are living alone or you know losing jobs um we have other friends from church right now that the husband is a doctor um and the wife has a little girl at home and is pregnant has another one on the way and they're living separately right now because of kind of the risk that um you know he has working in that field and with her being pregnant and I mean there's just the list goes on and on but like I said you can you can become quickly overwhelmed by all of it. Um, but again, I think just, just prayer is the biggest thing right now. Yeah. Well, do you care if I read us the scripture? Cause as you said all that, like, um, one of the, um, this was one of the scriptures that was in that chapter, but I want to preface it with the fact that it's from Ephesians and Ephesians was written by Paul and Paul was really writing this too. Um, This letter puts a strong emphasis on the importance of the unity of the church that results from what Christ has done for humankind. And I think in all of this, it's a good reminder that they, there weren't these huge churches back then. There was little homes that congregated that were the church um, and they came together for some things, but um, it's not how we saw it. It's not how we see it today. And and I think this is stretching us to figure that out, but um, this is Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And so there are people who have to go to work um, and they're walking worthy in their call. And there are people, um, there's, there's those of us who are called to not go out and play our part by by staying put and that's the calling with for which we were called right now um and and yet we're all no matter what our role is in that called to do it with lowliness and gentleness and long suffering which i think some of us are experiencing more than others and i'm sure actually everyone's probably feeling it at some point in the day some long suffering um and we don't know how long this is going to last but bearing with one another in love and endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. So I just thought it was really fitting for just everything we're going through. I love that. I think, like you said, there's going to be times in our lives where we're called to serve and be out doing. And there's definitely certain groups of people right now that are in that midst. And there's times where God is calling us to be still. And um, I think to take advantage of wherever you are in that journey Um, I also, in a, in the book that I mentioned earlier that I've been reading too, um, it just mentions as we're in these struggles, look at it as kind of like preparing for a big race, like these little, I don't want to, again, undermine what's going on, but these trials in our lives are preparing us for maybe a larger obstacle that might come in our own personal realm, even that these are kind of like sprints that we're trying to get through and practice for a longer race that might be to come. So I think um, you know, God tells us that 
every good gift is from above. And that doesn't always mean that it's going to feel like a gift at the time that these trials are part of the bigger plan. Do you know what I love about this too, with the technology is that my kids think that they love it so much. Right. But they crave their friends, like actually being with mm-hmm. their friends so much. And I thought Such a reversal of to show them yeah. that, like, the interaction that you have personally with people really will yeah. make you feel so much better than only having the virtual. Yeah. It is interesting how that has kind of like, it's a complete 180. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw the picture I posted of Emmy the other day, but we walked we walked through another neighborhood and she spotted one of her preschooler friends from across the street. And she knew perfectly well that we couldn't cross the street and have like a play date. But for like a couple of minutes, they chatted across the street and it was just really, really precious to see because even in that moment, like she really longed to just have that physical kind of contact with her friends. And it does, it's, it's heartbreaking because they don't really understand, but, um, it is. I mean, one day I read something else one day, like kids will look back and think this was like the best time of their lives because <laughs> we slowed down enough like to enjoy each other. And I don't know, I, I do just pray that that kind of continues, but we have to hold each other accountable to that. So sure. I'm keeping um, tabs on the time because we can only record up to what, like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I don't yeah. know where we are, but um, yeah. Anything else to add? Maybe I'll end on a prayer. If I think that would be great. And I guess we'll just say that we'll, um, we'll try to do this once a week. Um, and we probably now, so be us chatting, honestly. I mean, we got to get away from our families for a little bit. So. Yeah, and I don't think we mentioned, I don't know if you can notice, but Megan's in her beautiful bedroom and I'm on my bathroom floor. I, because I just moved my desk up here. Mike was like, you're bringing us into your vortex of reor. But I was like, I need my space. Everyone needs their space. So now everyone has their own desk yeah. in a different room. Yep. Um, because last week I just, I couldn't get anything done. So, well on one day and then another day I hid and that's when I realized that hiding is the key. So it is interesting. One day I'm like, this is so great. Like we're all bonding. We're all at the same table learning and it was great. The next day I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. Nothing is getting done, but yeah, it's interesting. Anyways. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap up in a prayer and then hopefully we will find time throughout the week and it'll just be a surprise, I guess, and we're going to pop up. Yeah. All right. Right. Let's say a prayer. Dear God, um, we come before you now and just thank you so much for all of the blessings that you've given to us, God. And we just thank you so much that even in our everyday lives, things that we tend to overlook, you're forcing us right now to just slow down. Um, and appreciate all that you've given to us, God. We thank you for the people in our lives that are fighting hard right now, whether it's healthcare professionals or clerks at the grocery store, God. We just pray for everyone um, in the midst of all of this, wherever they are, that you would protect us and keep us safe Mm -hmm. and that we would just trust in you and, and just trust that this is all part of a bigger plan that you have for each and every one of us, no matter what that looks like. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us use this time to truly find rest um, and restoration and um, that you would just draw us near to you in the midst of fear and anxiety and anything that we might be feeling during this time, Lord, and that you would just help us use this time to love you, love ourselves, love our family, God, and that we just are reminded that you are ultimately in control of whatever lies in the coming weeks and months. Lord, I thank you for Megan. I thank you for this opportunity to connect as a community of women. Um, 
And Lord, again, we're just so grateful for all that you've given to us. Um, In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Love you, friend. Love you guys. And hopefully we will figure out a way to get this up and running. (laughs) All right. Take care.